Two ordinary men chosen by God to share his word, give him glory, and win souls for the kingdom. You love the chosen? Come bench Jesus with us. We are the sons of thunder. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sons of Thunder podcast. Completely just lost my train of thought. I'm, I'm one of your hosts, Donovan Jones, joined always by my boy Antoine McGee. Antoine, hey, man. What's going, what's going, what's going on? on, dude? How, you How are you? Uh, as as we saw in the last episode, I'm I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting there. So y'all yeah. keep praying. Leaning on those meds. Leaning on those meds. Leaning, leaning on the Lord. I'm excited, dude. This this episode here, and we talked about it before we started recording. Like, this is one that I didn't realize how much I liked until I went back and looked at it again, because there's a lot in there. There's there's several scenes throughout that it's just like the way that it was shot and like the dialogue and everything. It's yeah. like, dang, this is really good. Um, but but for our little breakdown, basically this comes from, and the title of this is what is it? Matthew four twenty four. Yes, sir. And basically, it says, I'm just going to read that real quick. It says. So his fame spread throughout all of Syria, and they brought to him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, those having seizures and paralytics, and he healed them. And great great crowds followed him from Galilee and the, was it Decapolis, and from Jerusalem and Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. So um, you see that from the beginning of this episode, you see the long line of people waiting to see Jesus um, and him healing. And then throughout the episode, you see, it's really kind of a behind the scenes of Jesus' ministry where we see the disciples really kind of trying to figure out what we're doing here, who the Messiah is. Like they feel like he was supposed to come in and be a warrior and destroy Rome and, and kind of seeing what exactly are we doing here? What's the point of this whole ministry? And then all the while ending when we see Jesus coming in in the final scene, but we'll get into all that. But I just love the vulnerability throughout this episode where, where they're kind of opening up around the fire, you know, opening up to each other saying, well, this is what I expected. You know, we kind of see a little argument at the end, between the brothers, um, you know, Peter and uh, Andrew, James and John, we'll yeah. get into all that here in a minute. But um, first of all, just what what did you like? I know that was our little breakdown there. The way that like this one was shot, like we spoke about it a minute ago and we kind of talked about it. I know you're somebody that's more into that kind of stuff than even I am. What did you mm -hmm. think about just the way this one was shot? I thought, first of all, it was beautifully shot. I think yeah. I don't know if it was this episode or the episode before where they had some issues like I think it was the, this one with the the timing and the sun yep. going down and yeah is this one trying to shoot everything in quick moments and they were having a lot of technical problems mm -hmm. uh, going on behind the scenes and I definitely know how that feels um but for the entire show the entire episode I mean it was it was very 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 well lit you know from the they used the natural light and then, of course, I know they had other lights and stuff behind them. I love the way it was shot, the people moving. It was like a constant yeah. fluid motion yeah. of the camera. It wasn't a lot of static shots. And what we call static shots is this, it's a one scene, and you cut, go to another. Right, cut, another location another. or whatever. They just kept it flowing. It was like a, like a free-flowing camera. Because I think they have somebody that actually has a camera on them. Yeah. And they're walking around. So you get that walking feeling. 
with that. And they, a lot of people use that, those type of cameras. So for me, knowing the behind the scenes, how it was done, I was like, wow, boom. But then seeing it actually come to life was incredible. And for me, and also the thing that always gets me in these episodes is they're not wearing microphones. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I'm just like, whoa, they're capturing everything and everybody with whatever they're using. And it just blows my mind every time. But I love the way it was shot. My favorite yeah. sequences when they're around the fire. Yeah. Uh, and it goes from day to the evening time. It's just great. And then the different characters in the stories and everything else that we're going to probably touch on a little bit yeah. in this episode. So, yeah, I loved everything about it. The whole episode just felt like one afternoon, like a, like just like you said, just felt like one straight scene, like the whole way through. And um, I like too how kind of kudos to the actors, because like you said, with the sun going down like that, they didn't have a whole lot of time for mistakes. So it's mm. like you have to make sure you're saying your proper line here. You got to make sure Good you're not screwing it up. Yeah, because it's like, dang, that could have ruined the whole shot because that was a long scene for them to be circling around and everybody getting their lines in. So it was, yeah. it was just a great, and not to great. mention getting the extras and their background yeah. noise. And exactly. Everything else that's going on. And mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 it was good. It was really good. So um, yeah, a lot to get into to this one. Like I said, there's not a whole lot of different, we're not jumping around. It's really the same spot, the whole episode, but there's still a whole lot to get into. So before we get into all that, we're going to try to see if we can throw some curveballs Antoine's way with this catch three. <laughs> you, you probably, you probably will. Let's see. Let's see. I, I got lucky last week with the. I got two out of three, and so I'm, going, I'm still. I'm going. You gonna call your shot? Huh? I, I think I think I might get one out of three. <laughs> one out of three. Oh, well, yeah. I don't like. You gotta have a little bit more confidence than that. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll see. I, I don't think these are too bad. Let, let's give it a shot. Let's see. Um, question number one: Which disciple explained why they thought Jesus would be a warrior? Oh, uh, see, already. Um, he gave like it? a scripture to it. Mary, Mary asked, you know, why did y'all think that the Messiah was going to be a warrior? And then this disciple said something back from, I think it was Zachariah. Was it? Ooh. Wasn't. Is, is that Thaddeus? No. Starts with a T. <laughs> Thomas. It was Thomas. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. One for one. I right, see. What, what do you think? That wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad, but I had to remember. Yeah, think about it. Uh, question number <laughs> two. Um, He's torturing what, me, guys. What was, uh, <laughs> what was Mary struggling with throughout this episode? Mary, uh, Mother Mary, not. Mother Mary. Mary. Yep, yep. What was um, she struggling with? Like physically? Like the feeling. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I think it was. From what I saw in the in the in the scene was the dynamic between him being her son, like her actual son, and then the son of God, like going into the mission, like letting yeah. him go. I'll, or, yeah, I'll get, yeah, yeah, that's what I because she said it on there. She's like, um, like he doesn't need me anymore, and he yeah, yeah, hasn't let him go. A while. And then yeah. I think it was so beautiful too because like at the end, and I mean, I'm getting ahead of ourselves here, but like yeah, yeah. then at the end, you know, she helps him, and he's like. Yeah. What would I do without you? Like, I need yeah, you. I still yeah, need yeah. you. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, that's it. Just, um, that's what I wrote. Just like the feeling of being needed. I guess that's mm -hmm. kind of subjective. But anyway, um, question number three, um, whenever Jesus laid down, what did he pray that he would lie down and arise in? Peace. That's it. Boom. Yeah, three, three. 
And then, so, so, so the funny thing about that prayer, right? Funny thing about that prayer. That prayer stuck with me when I first heard him do it. Me too. And then I started like reciting it myself. Yep. And I'm like, because then I wanted, and then if you ever watch their roundtable discussions, they mm-hmm. kind of go over why they do that, like why he they incorporated that into the script, because that's what they do. Like that's what they used to do. They used to pray like a simple prayer before they went back to, you know, go to lay down. And, you know, sometimes we pray these, these long prayers before we're about to go lay down or we sit there and have our consultation with God is what I like to call it. <laughs> our, our evening meeting. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Our evening meeting with God and we break things down. That's great because a lot of stuff happens in life where we have to do that throughout the day. But then don't forget those little, that little quick, you know, not even quick, but that intimate prayer. Like I want to go to sleep in peace and let me wake up in peace. Mm-hmm. And when I heard him say it, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Bring, what does he say? Bring rest to my eyes and, and yeah. slumber to my eyelids. Yeah. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think to um, kind of piggybacking off what you said, when we are spending so much time just praying and talking and, and having these long prayers, like, like he's, like you said, if you have a need or something that you're going through, you know, I'm not saying put a limit. It, it needs to be it. this time between this time, but give time, give God some time to be able to speak back to you when you're just mm-hmm. spending I'm just going to sit here and pray for 10 minutes straight. And then when I get done, I'm just going to go about my, go about my day. Like you're not giving God the proper time that he needs to mm-hmm. speak back to you. So say a shorter prayer every once in a while and then say, you know, Lord, in this moment, okay, I'm just going to be quiet. I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Open my heart's ears, open my ears to be able to hear whatever yeah. it is that you would want me to know. or, or Absolutely. Even. So give, give God a chance to yeah. speak back there, with you. There's been plenty of times in my prayer time. I was like, I don't want, I don't want to say anything. I just want to be here with you. That's it. And I'll just sit there. And then a lot of times I don't hear an audible voice, but I'll see something. Mm-hmm. He'll take me somewhere like mm-hmm. in, in my mind yeah. and I'll be like, Oh, okay. You know, or it's just a sense of peace where I know he heard me. And then he knows in that moment what I really need. I don't need instruction. I don't need him to come down and talk and sit on the bed and, you know, do all that. I need peace because the answer is there or the answer is coming. Mm-hmm. So be confident in how he consults you. He knows what he's doing. So yeah. Yeah. All right. That yeah, for was, me, for free. Oh yeah. For me, a personal thing, and I'm kind of taking you behind the scenes of my own Come on, dude. life here. Like, like a lot of times, a lot of times um, if I'm struggling with something, I'll pray like you said for peace. And um, there's been several times that I've prayed that prayer, like, Lord, give me peace in this moment or peace in this day, whatever it is I'm going to. And I love um, my favorite. I call it my favorite sky. My kids know it because every time uh, the sky is like this, they always say, Dad, it's your favorite sky. Um, But I like it when there's no clouds in the sky and it's just straight blue. Yes. I love that. And so there's been several times that I've prayed and like, God, I need peace in this moment. And then the sun comes out and the sky is just blue. And I'm just like. He selfishly, knows, I'm like, God, you did that just for me, you know, and I know he it's, knows, you know, dude. selfishly, I'm just like, thank you, God. Um, you know, I can, I feel your peace and your presence right now. Bro, he knows, man. Just through your nature and through your majesty. So, mm. um, yeah. So, uh, what do you want to do? You want to, you want to skip around? You want to go straight to the scenes? I know I'm hosting it, but what do you, what do you think? Hey, I'm following you, dude. You were the driver's seat today. So wherever you want to go left, if you want to go left, we're going to go left. We want to go right, right. Let, go let's, uh, let's get, let's, um, move around a little bit. Let's do our favorite character first. Okay. We've never done that. Wow. Okay. That. Um, what you, what you this, got? in this episode, this one was I, tough. It was hard. 
It was hard, but I did settle on one, mm-hmm. and it's Mary. Okay, Mo- Mother Mary. Mother or? Mary. Mother okay. Mary. And, yeah, and, dude. And I picked Mother Mary because I, I am a. Uh, <laughs> I I have my mother, and mm-hmm. I understood. For me, um, that one scene that we were talking about where she yeah. was struggling, yep. made me think of my own mom mm-hmm. because how life is going for me is like, I'm always going to need her, but I wondered in the back of my mind, does she feel as though I don't because of what's going on? But right. then also to see how his mother supports him behind the scenes, how she's there with in the mix of all the men, all the disciples and not afraid to talk, yeah. not afraid to be in the mix and to say what she needs to say and challenge them and ask them questions. Because back in those times, it wasn't seemly for a woman to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they were supposed to be seen and not heard. But for her, she's like, yeah, I'm just going to get up all in there. And I, I love her boldness. I love her heart. She's like a mother to all of them. And she's, she stole the moments for me when she showed up on scene. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, there's some interesting characters in this. But for, for this episode, I loved Mary's uh, portion. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I almost wrote her name down as well, just because for everything you said and just her um, really this whole episode to me was it was very, very vulnerable, very, very real episode because we're seeing and oftentimes you don't think about that. You don't think what were these disciples actually going through behind the scenes following mm-hmm. Jesus and and expecting this whole time to him be this warrior who's going. I think even Rama says it where she says that um, she thought that. When she was a kid, she used to imagine going and hiding under her bed and having a knife. And at the last moment when the Romans are about to get her, the Messiah comes and, and takes yeah. them out. And so um, the thoughts that must have been going through these people's head, the confusion, it's like, okay, we're following the Messiah. Why None of us have any kind of uh, military training or anything like that. And, he's, and they're probably kind of looking around at each other too. Like, I see a fisherman. I see a tax collector. Yeah. Like, we're not going to go to war with anybody. So like just the confusion and trying to figure it out as they go along. And, and we know that Jesus oftentimes um, he speaks in parables. He speaks in a way, a lot of times where it's, he wants you to find the answer out for yourself oftentimes when he's speaking. So there's probably some of that going on too, to kind of confuse them a little bit. But um, I think for me, and this might kind of be a cop out, but I mean, it's our show. We can do whatever we want to do <laughs> um, t- to me, the, just the whole group. Um, I know that's not, no, no, that's actually just good the, because, as an ensemble, yeah, they, they they did great. Yeah, yeah it was great, the, great, just great, the whole great. the whole group as a whole. Um, just them kind of trying to figure things out and asking questions back and forth, like, and then with the Mother Mary coming, and they're all so attentive to her what she has to say. She's like, "You guys probably don't want to hear what I have to say because that probably goes back to that sense of I don't feel like I'm needed anymore, so nobody wants to hear what I have to say." And then they're all like, "Yeah, no, we want to hear what you have to say. Please share with us." And then. Um, to the end of the the um, episode two, right before Jesus comes on, I love how you see um, Peter going at it with Matthew and standing up, and then James and John stand up, and then you see Andrew stand up, and they're like they're getting ready to go to blows, right? And mm-hmm. and they're like fighting over things that don't matter. Fighting, we talked about it in the last episode, like where we get so hung up um, as Christians with different denominations yeah, and this yeah. and that, and so just these minuscule things they're arguing, and then you see the Son of God walking through. And he's exhausted and he's winded and he's been healing people all day because people from all over, like we read in that passage in Matthew 4, 24, 
they're bringing everybody to come see him. And he's spending his whole day healing people. And like it says in Mark one thirty five, Jesus arose before the sun came out to go speak to the father, because that's what yeah, he had man. to do to go away from the crowd. So Jesus has more likely been up since before the sun comes out. Right. And then he's healing people all day yeah. long and then it's dark outside. And then he's probably not having a whole lot of time to eat, not having any time for himself and just exhausted and just stumbling through there. And then the look on all of their faces is just like, Oh gosh, like I'm so selfish in this moment. Like I'm thinking about all these goofy things. And then you see the son of God coming through here and he has been, you know, pouring out all day long, all day long. Yeah. And, and so, um, yeah, I, I, y'all might think it's a cop out, but just for me, I couldn't, it was no. just the whole group for me. No, no, no. I, I, think, I think that was a very good choice. Um, yeah. because as a, um, as a, a collective group, they, there was no one that really, there were, you could say people stuck out to you, mm-hmm. but the conversation flowed to a point where everybody had their point. And yeah. in those that had their moments of, uh, of uh, dialogue that was crucial to the overall conversation, mm-hmm. you know, you could have easily said Peter. You could have easily said oh, yeah. Thomas. You could have easily said, you know, Mary, mom, or the other Mary. You know, you could have easily said either one. But overall, I think that was probably one of the best decisions you could have did was picking that person. That, it, that only took, it only took two seasons for me to make the right choice on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. Oh, you know, man. Yeah, you got to have fun. You got to have fun, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that, I think, too, this, this it kind of goes back to what we talked about way back season one, episode one, where and really episode two, where it's like the impact of Jesus coming in at the end. And, you know, you kind of see these guys having questions and then Jesus comes in. I don't, I don't know, remember how many words he said, but it was like, what, he said, 10, 15 he words, said something night. like that. He said, he yeah. Said but night. I mean, total in this whole episode, cause he said something to his mother Yeah, and then he laid Yeah. So it was, yeah. it was definitely felt and it was like message received just by him coming through and saying, you know, good night. Mm-hmm. I'm too tired. I can't say anything except can't do it to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've already spent He's everything. Like, yeah. That I, can spend. I know what you're, what you're going through right now, but I'm going to just go ahead and, uh, go to sleep because i'm not totally divine right now my my flesh <laughs> is saying i need bedtime yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so and then it's beautiful too how he just even though he's exhausted even though he's been pouring out all day it's i still gotta speak to the father before i close that's my right and go that's to right. sleep so yeah. um all right so let's go ahead and uh get into i guess the the uh our favorite yep. scenes all favorite right scenes yeah let's do that y'all know the routine and, yep that's what i was about right. to say Okay, you uh, tell no, well, yeah. So if you think uh, scene number one is Antoine, go ahead and put down in the comments um, scene one, Antoine. If you think scene two is mine or scene one, whatever the case may be, whoever you think, scene one, Antoine, scene two, me. Um, and then, like we said in the last episode, um, go ahead and like, subscribe, comment, share with a friend if you're getting something out of this, if you're getting a blessing from it at all, because um, it really does make a difference. The more engagement that we get, the more likes. We're not here trying to get a bunch of likes. We're not here getting a bunch of comments. We're here trying to spread the gospel. And you guys can pay, uh, play your role in that by commenting and sharing because that pushes it to more ears. And it does make a difference. So um, for those of you that had, thank you so very much. We see all the comments. Like Antoine says, I see it before he does. Um, but we, uh, <laughs> we appreciate it. Every single one of you that have emailed, that have commented, that have liked, and then has shared with a friend. I had um, a, fr- a family friend of ours said um we were at my birthday party uh, my daughter's birthday party a couple weeks ago and she said that they had some new people in the neighborhood and they had the chosen sticker on the back of their 
car. And so she went to him and introduced herself. And then she said, Hey, by the way, um, a family friend of ours does a show on YouTube about the chosen. And I'm like, that's, that's how it got, that's how it works. Yeah. Right you got one tells yeah. another. Yeah, Nothing so. is better than word of mouth. Nothing. That's how that's all the chosen's done. So, yeah, um, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, so you guys, uh, Shout out Sons of Thunder if you guys uh, are enjoying this. Mm-hmm. I know we're definitely getting a huge blessing out of it. Me and Antoine yeah, for talk sure. about that all the time. It's been it's been a major blessing. So for thank sure. you guys. Thank you guys for that. All right. So here we go. Are your favorite part, one of our favorite parts. And uh let's sit back, relax, and enjoy. If you got popcorn, get it out. Shame on you for not sharing uh with us. But you know, it's cool. <laughs> It's cool. You know, we like popcorn. <laughs> you got to get the extra butter. Yeah. Oh, you got to get the extra butter. Oh, man. I might have to stop at the theater just to get some now. Tag on it. November 18. Let's go. November, November 18. 18. All right. Here we go. You're new. Do you even know what it's like to be Jewish? To suffer for centuries and centuries because of it, but to still commit to it? to protect our heritage even though it never stops being painful because the one comfort we have is to know that we're doing it together that we're all suffering together but if if we just wait a little longer if we hold tight just a little more we'll have rescue because we're chosen all of us and you betrayed that and you spit on it i can't forgive it i'll never forgive it all right you said what you needed to say Sit down, Simon. You sit down first. One more. There we go. I'm a mess. Good. Good. 
your dream. I... I'll get some sleep. Okay. I'm so tired. <laughs> um, you know, we like we've said before. I don't know the scenes before that. You know, Antoine scenes. So, you ever saw that movie Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory? Yeah. You know, when he's like, "Strike that, reverse it." Uh, so that's, <laughs> that's how I feel because we kind of already broke that down a little bit. But that's okay. Um, <laughs> that's okay. It's, it was bound to happen sooner or later. Um, but we, you want to go ahead and jump into the second scene here? Yeah, for sure. Right, so as always, remember. Mine, one, Donovan, two. Okay. All right. And go ahead and so, put your favorite scenes in the comments, yeah, too. for if sure. If you have a different one than one of our favorite scenes, go ahead and throw that on there, too. Yeah, because we want to break them down. So. Absolutely. It'll yeah, be a lot of fun. Yeah. Never know. We might just do a whole show of other people's breakdowns. Who knows? I don't know. Or just little short clips of us breaking our stuff down. Yeah. All right. All right. Scene number two, baby. Let's get it. Share that popcorn. Share that popcorn. <laughs> Dag, I really want popcorn now. Oh, my God. I got to stop talking about popcorn. All right, here we go. <laughs> if I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. And? Just that. Just a few more minutes. Thank you for your patience, guys. Thank you. But I'm not planning on ascending to heaven or making my bed deep in the depths. You asked for a passage. Yes, but one that could help me understand how you and everyone else knows more. That's what I know and what you must come to believe if you want to make any meaningful study of Torah. I don't understand. Excuse me. Yes. Uh, can you tell me what happened to Jesus? He healed me. Healed you of what? Epilepsy. Yes, and how long have... Say it back to me. If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed deep in the depths, you are there. There's nowhere you can go. No height you can climb to in your intellectual mind. No depths you can reach in your soul where God is not with you. Do you get it? I think so. No amount of learning can bring you closer to God. Or make you more or less precious to Him. He's always right here, right now. With you. For you. I don't feel it. The feeling doesn't always come first. Sometimes you have to believe first. Yeah. Believing a thing does not make it true. Uh, that is wisdom, but these are not just any words. They are David's in scripture. But how do you know whether David was only talking about himself and not everyone else? He did say, if I ascend, not if people ascend. <laughs> that almost sounds like you don't want it to be true. Excuse me, can you please tell me what happened with Jesus? Are you with him? Yes, yes, we are his students. <laughs> are you okay? I'm fine. So with the passage of David, 
I'm just trying to understand. The trying is the thing. Meditate on it for a few days and come back to me. You're always writing things down. Try writing it down several times. Something about writing it down that goes a long way. That's what I say too. Matthew, I think we've only just begun to know all you can do. Thaddeus, little James, you're up. <laughs> well, those were our two favorite scenes and both of those very, very impactful in their own way. Um, but yeah, like we said, if you have a scene that differs from one of ours, go ahead and throw it down there in the comments. Um, so if you thought that scene one was mine, um, put a two in the comments. If you thought scene one was Antoine's, put a one and then vice versa for the second scene. Absolutely. So, oh, no, uh, two. if you thought scene one was Antoine's, then you are absolutely correct. There we go. There we go. Scene one was Antoine's. So that would leave me with scene two. So we kind of already jumped into a little bit of Antoine's scene. Yeah, for sure. um, But yeah, you want to go ahead and break it down while that was your. Yeah. um, So for me, I think that was the the climax of the. For sure. Of the core of the episode where they were having that much needed dialogue around the fire. And I think it's healthy. It was healthy to see them being able to talk about the issues and the things that were bothering them, even though, you know, one got a little bit more upset than the other and caused others to get upset. And we could possibly, you know, conclude that they would have come to blows. Um, I love to see big James defend Matthew. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in the scene prior to the one that I showed you guys, but you know, Matthew, I mean, uh, Peter's big gripe against Matthew is like, how could you do what you did? Right. And seeking understanding and having that question is, is important, especially when you have to walk with somebody, you know, it's good to understand their actions and what they've done in the past and, you know, what has brought them to the future. But as Philip talked about in the previous episode is that dwelling on the past is dangerous. Yep. And then of course we see Jesus come in with his, uh, his moment and uh, teach a little bit of humility there and teach a little bit of what is really, really about. And it what strike me in this episode was that nobody was with him. Nobody was with him. He was alone doing all of that stuff. But at the, at the end of the day, seeing the dynamic between him and his mother and hearing him say, I'm, I'm tired you know, I'm a mess, you know, (laughs) and just watching that, that, that beautiful moment that we we've shared with our parents, you know, we either you shared it with your father or you shared it with your mother or your grandmother, where you've been working a lot or you've done a lot. And it's just like, okay, I'm done. And they like go to bed or go take a shower and get into bed. I'll take care of the rest, you know? So that, that Mm -hmm. was beautiful to see. And to see the disciples have their moment of, uh, wow, what we're doing has no, there's no purpose beyond what we're, you know, no good thing beyond what's going on. So I love that scene. It was hard for me to pick one yeah, for this episode, yeah. um, but it was good. Um, I thought this one would be 
one that we both will probably talk about anyway. So that's why yeah. I kind of yeah. that's why I picked it. So yeah. Yeah, that's good. It, yeah, it's definitely that touching moment for his uh, son and his mother. Um, and and you you know for her that meant the world to her because she's oh, just sure. talking about how she feels like she's not needed, and then mm-hmm. for her to go over there and take care of him, it, I'm sure it probably took her back to a place of, oh man, I used to do this for him when he was a little boy, and he and mm-hmm. she even spoke to that earlier where she says, you know, when he was born, it, it almost had that thought like, is this really God, like the Son of God, because he needs my help, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure that just took her back. All those memories probably just flooded her, her mind again. But I think, um, the, the biggest thing that I've seen that I see in that is the response that they had, which is conviction should yeah. be our response too when we're going through things in life that we're, that don't matter. They're minuscule. I know I said that a second ago, but our response for the price ultimately that he paid for us on the cross, which was he to, you know, paid the price that we can never pay. That should be our response. Like that conviction that they had to, to it's like, okay, we're arguing about something that's very petty. This guy's out here doing the father's work and we're over here arguing because somebody, what they did in the past, what they used to do in the past, we're going to hold it against them. And so, yeah, that, that scene, just that, just this whole episode, like I said, this was an episode that if I was going to go back and mention three or four episodes, this probably wouldn't have been one that I mentioned. But then looking back at it, yeah, I'm watching it again. I'm like, yeah. dang, that episode was really good yeah. and really the dialogue, um, the way that the, that Matthew is is still trying to fit in with the group and and Philip's trying to, you know, um, include him with everybody else, and then Peter finally just coming out with it. Like, dude, I'm never going to forgive you because of what you did. Right. And then we see the the great redeemer, the great forgiver come through there at the end, you know? So yeah, that's a great scene. Um, so what about uh favorite line? What about favorite line? You didn't break down. Well, first of all, do you have anything else about that scene? Yeah. Break down your scene. Oh, my scene. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, um, that scene was just, I, I love, how you talked about it in the last episode, like the mentorship almost between yeah. Philip and Matthew. Yeah. And then Philip giving him like, you just need to focus on this specific passage right now. Mm-hmm. And Give he's him like, well, what else? That's right. Yeah. And then, but then Matthew's just like, what else? Well, I think sometimes we can get stuck in that routine in our own lives where it's like, I have to read a whole chapter tonight. I have to check off this box. I have to pray. I have to you do a devotional. Do not. And you could just sit and spend 25, 30 minutes doing something that is not helping you at all, um, your, your spiritual health. So I think it's good how he just gave him one verse, because that's one thing I'm trying to like intentionally do in my own life. It's like, am I just going to breeze through this chapter or am I going to take the time with each verse? Mm -hmm. Even if I'm reading three or four verses a night, I would rather spend the time that I'm going to spend just to check off a box and read a whole chapter and not get anything out of it all. And then just focus on three or four verses. And I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm going to draw out what the scripture, like give it the time that it actually needs to let it marinate and let it sink in. And so I think it was good that Peter, I mean, Philip is like, just take this one passage and then we're going to go from there. And then um, further into the dialogue where he's like, you know, I don't, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. I was like, well, sometimes. Yeah. You, feeling comes later. Yeah. Yeah. And that's. <sighs> That's, I think that was one of the scenes when, when you showed me, when you gave me your times, I was like, dag, that was a good scene. And then it's like the first scene too. Yeah. Yeah. So to, 
you know, it just shows how Philip does his break, continues his mentorship of Matthew and gives mm-hmm. him homework. But then that that's also Philip doing peer discipleship. You know, and that's what we are called to do. We're called to make disciples of all right. nations and of all people. And even though you're not the pastor or you're not the leader of a group, there's something in your personal devotional. There's something in your personal life that you can use to help someone else. Exactly. Like me and Donovan sharpen each other week after week, day after day. He'll say something and I'll be like, whoa, okay, apply that. I'll say something. He'll apply that. All the time. All the time. And that's how yeah. discipleship is supposed to go. It's not necessarily trying to get one up on another person. It's more that's so it. just equipping them to do something differently and to be their best spiritual selves because mm-hmm. we spend more time pouring things in to other aspects of us than we do our spiritual side. It's just natural, you know, mm-hmm. for us to go and and feed our flesh more than we feed our spirit because we live in the world. So the world is all flesh. Yeah. And, you know, when we have to get into the spiritual dynamic, that's why it's called a discipline that the spiritual disciplines such as prayer and reading and things of that nature. And for that scene, um, Matthew was, I saw that he was hungry for mm-hmm. answers and trying to get to, okay, what else do I need to do? And Philip was like, this is it right here. You know, understanding this scripture is the key for you. Yeah. And a lot of times we, like you said, we want to read chapter after chapter, and yeah. verse after verse and understand these deep mysteries but then we fail at the lord is my shepherd i shall not want because then and then testing in my own life and then we're going to move on we'll have from the lord is my shepherd i shall not want and we're dealing with something where we're in want Mm -hmm. we're in where we need something we need the shepherd and we're going to everything and everybody else but we're forgetting he's my shepherd why am i going to this person why am I going to this resource? Why am I going to that? How come I'm not going to God? Because I forgot that the Lord was my shepherd. But when you really hone in on the scripture, when you really hone in on the word of God and it becomes written in your heart, you can pluck it out or search it in the time of need. And that's what uh, Philip was really doing for Matthew. And that scene for me was telling him like, wherever you go, whether you're in heavenly places or you go to the pits and you fall and you stumble. God's there. Mm-hmm. He won't leave you or right. forsake you, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Dang, that's so good. That's so good. And, and two things about that is I think um, a lot of times we want to just be right. You talk about peer discipleship. We'd rather scream our opinion and want to be louder than the next person mm-hmm. just to prove that we are right. Instead of like you said, like the Bible tells us, building each other up, trying to do that. I, I like that, what you say, pure discipleship. That's that's so good. That's what the point of this is. Like God tells us to make disciples, not to yeah. scream or point out to be right. And then secondly, I love how you talked about Matthew, how he is like Philip gives him like a simple word, like a simple command. Like, and I think, and I read it in a book by Levi Lusco um, called I Declare War, where he says like, the simplicity, the, I'm going to get this wrong. The simplicity creates complexity. Mm-hmm. We tend to over-spiritualize things so much where it's like, it can't, this can't be all that it is. Like there's got to be more and more and more and more and more. 
but it's just like, no, just focus on these small things, build your faith up slowly. You know, it's not a, it's not, what do they say? It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yeah. You know, so don't over spiritualize things. Don't think you have to take the biggest bite out of the cookie all at one time. Just take your time. I strongly suggest you don't do that. Yeah. Take your time. You're going to confuse yourself. You're going to confuse yourself. Yeah. All you're going to do is create more issues for yourself than it can be just taking your time and and slowly trying to build a good relationship with somebody. Have you ever overeaten or mixed different food? No, no, no. But I'm just saying like for, for other, for those that are listening, like, have you ever overeaten mixed foods that you shouldn't have mixed, ate something that didn't agree with the other thing that you eat? What happens? Your stomach begin becomes upset. And there's a few things that can happen when your stomach's upset. There's vomiting, there's diarrhea, there's all kinds of things. I, I like how when I mention that people, people start laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and, but, but here's, but here's the ultimate thing though. The thing that's a common for all the different symptoms, there's pain. Mm-hmm. When you overeat spiritually, you can cause yourself much pain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Especially and, when you're trying to eat something and you don't have your spiritual teeth yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there does come a time and, and Paul talks about like we're feeding the, of the milk, mm-hmm. you know, it's time to grow up and, and eat the steak, eat meat. grow up and sure. eat the meat. Eat this but meat. Um, at the same time too, equate it to like, just for me, like with my wife, like the first time that the first date that we ever went on, we didn't say, let's go ahead and get married. You <laughs> know, it takes oh. time. you got to build that yeah. relationship up to the point where you're like, okay, let's take this to the next level. Let's go yeah, ahead and do what we exactly. feel like we need to do. So, but it's, it's, it's timing. It's, it's his perfect timing and it's not, we can't have it all at once because like you said, you'll just get diarrhea. So <laughs> um, now, uh, <laughs> so what now favorite, favorite line? Yeah, we can do favorite line. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. You me uh, go first. Oh, that was funny. Oh my goodness. I like that. Oh man. Um, uh, you want to go first? My, yeah. My favorite line yeah. in the, in the entire thing, um, has to be the ending prayer with Jesus. Okay. When he yeah. was saying, blessed are you, O Lord, or God of the universe who brings slumber and sleep to my eyes, because I'll take that personal, um, yeah. for someone who has, uh, fits and, and, uh, periods of not sleeping or yeah. not sleeping as much as he should. That prayer has set me free to be mm-hmm. able to sleep as much as I possibly can, because everybody knows when you got a lot going on in life, your brain doesn't shut off. And to try to shut your brain off, it takes a long period of time, which is why I start winding down at 10 o'clock now. Usually I try to wind down like 11. No, I got to wind down at 10 so that I'm asleep by 11, 1130 mm-hmm. at the latest, you know, because my day starts early. Yeah, you know, not as early as Donovan's, but <laughs> my day starts early. So yeah, that that was one of my favorite because it's just personal to me. I, I just I once I Love watched it. the episode, I was like, "This is what I needed to hear," you know, because so good. you know we get tired, we get tired. Yeah, uh, there was there was a lot of there was a lot of lines in this uh, in this episode that I liked, but I think my favorite one was when. Um, trying to think who said it. I think it was John. Yeah, it was John. When Peter stands up and he tells Matthew, you know, I'll never forgive you. And, yeah. and John says to him, who are you to forgive or not to forgive? Because I I think that relates to us so much because it's like, sometimes we put ourselves up. I know we've talked about it before on past episodes, but sometimes we could put ourselves up on this pedestal yeah. where in our own lives, we're God. We can decide whether 
to forgive, forgive somebody for whatever it might be. But it's mm-hmm. like the, the Bible tells us that um, if we are in the light as he is in the light, he is about forgiveness. He forgave us. How can we say, and my pastor talked about this a couple of weeks ago. It's like, how can we as believers truly say that we are following God who forgives us time and time again, but yet we can't show that same forgiveness to this next person. It goes back to the parable where um, Jesus talks about the man owed his master, however much money and he goes back to him and he forgives him of his debt. But what does he do? Mm -hmm. He turns right around and tells this guy that owes him very little, you know, give me back my money or I'm going to have you thrown in jail until you can get me my money, you know? So it's just like, how can we say that we are letting Jesus be the, the ruler and King of our life if we're not able to forgive um, the next man, because, you know, at the end of it, at the end of the day, Isaiah 64, six says, even our good deeds are as filthy rags. And in Ecclesiastes, it talks about there's no man. I think it's Ecclesiastes chapter six or seven, where um, no man is perfect. No man is righteous. There's no good. Yeah. Man. Yeah. 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 So yeah, just, just um, that hit home to me because it's like, obviously it's going to be hard to forgive certain people, right. For whatever the case may be. Um, but if you have Jesus in your heart, um, we need to, mirror the forgiveness that he has showed us yes sir yeah easier so, said than done absolutely cases, but yeah. with god with god all things it. are possible bingo that's it that's it right there it's yeah. not anything that we can do by ourselves we have to have him right alongside with us so um what about rating what did you rate this one Woo! this was a for me kind of a spicy episode because you see good. the the, the the conversation was good. Um, I'm gonna give it five loaves. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna do fish. I'm gonna just give it five loaves. I'm yeah. right there with you. Okay, yeah, that's what I, that's that's what I wrote. Yeah, five. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, and I'll let you speak to to it in a second. But um, I think. Uh, well, never mind. Go ahead, because I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had mean, something. It's just just from the beginning to the end. Um, mm-hmm. it was effortless. I mean. It looked like it was effortlessly done, but we know things happened on set and things that they had to endure and try to shoot in a small window of time Yeah, and for them to do it in the way that they did it. I know if they had more time, they probably could have did some more different things that they probably wanted to do, but such is production, yeah. <laughs> such is technology in life. Yeah. And overall that, Again, the fire sequence where they were around mm-hmm. the fire talking and having that conversation. It wasn't jumping around, but it was focused in that moment. I think that's what makes this episode so rich to me because they were in the moment mm-hmm. the entire time. Like we didn't have the audience didn't have time to be caught off. OK, we're going somewhere else to set something else up. No, we're right. staying right here the whole time. And we dealt with the tension. We dealt with the uncomfortable silence. We dealt with the the heart-wrenching story from Mary. We dealt with the argument and dissension between the disciples in regards to Matthew. And then we see at the end, the climax where Jesus, you know, shows us what it's all about. So I love too how they end it because every other episode that I can remember, it ends with that music, that doom, 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 you know, Yeah. and they kind of end this one. It's just the crickets. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I, I know for me, I sat there and I listened to, I think it was like two minutes long. Cause it's going through the ending credits. And I'm like, dang, you know, just that conviction that Jesus left as he walked through there. But 
I don't remember what it was, what I was going to say, um, whatever it was, but uh, who, j- just kind of jokingly here, who do you think uh, if it would have came to blows, who, who you got Peter and Andrew or James and John? Uh, everybody says Peter was that guy. Yeah. I got, he I was got fighting a strong... in the first episode, right? Or second yeah, episode. But, yeah. But I got a strong feeling because they're, they have this fire in their belly that James and John might've took them. It's the Sons of Thunder. You got to go with the Sons of Thunder. I mean, yeah, got to, but I just, (laughs) it's always the the quiet, peaceful ones that you got to be careful for, as as my mom used to teach me. Yeah. You know, and because I'm such of that caliber that I can be quiet and peaceful, and then in the next moment, you don't know what happened to you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean for you to see that part of me, but (laughs) it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm a man. It it happens. So, Mm -hmm. but that, I think they, I think they probably would have took him, or it might have been a nice little draw. Yeah, you know, it's been, never, it's been interesting. Yeah, they, um, you know, these guys were those four dudes in particular were probably pretty stocky dudes because they're out, they're fishermen, they're working with their hands and stuff. <sighs> yeah, they, 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 they were probably all of them had some girth to them. So, um, yeah, that'd have been an interesting fight. But yeah, I got to go with the, got to go with the Sons of Thunder. Got to go with the Sons of Thunder. Although they would, they would know that they were fighting Peter once it was over. Uh, oh I'm yeah, sure he would have. He yeah. probably would have. Yeah, I mean, probably would have snuck him with a couple joints, or they might have got poked with something. Who knows? Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? Yeah, Who knows? Don't know how we got to this point, but um, <laughs> it's fine. So yeah, go ahead and throw down your uh, your ratings there in the comments. Tell us what you know your favorite scene was, your favorite line, all that good stuff. Go ahead and throw that down in the comments. Mm-hmm. And now comes the most important part of the show. Yeah, man. This is, this is why we do what we're doing here. We're trying to, like, the chosen is trying to reach a billion people with the gospel. We are trying to do our part and reach many people as the Lord will as allow us to yeah. yeah, as many as we can. And so um, this right here, if you did not get anything out of the whole episode um, and you need this part right here, um, really pay attention and focus as Antoine takes us home. That's right. So, you know, the reason why we gather, the reason why we do what we do is so that someone may get to know Jesus. Or if you've watched for a period of time and you may have backslidden, you may have, done something where you need forgiveness and you don't know how to say it anymore. This prayer, this moment is for you. Uh, The Bible is very clear that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Um, And that glory of God is found in Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus says in John that no greater love has a man than this, than he laid down his life for his friends. That means he laid down his life for us and considered us, friends not children alone not just human beings not just a man or a woman in jesus's eyes we were considered friends that's good friends of god and romans uh, 10 9, uh, 9 and 10 says if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the lord jesus and believe in thine heart that god had raised him from the dead thou shalt be saved For with the heart, man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And it's a very simple prayer, it's ABC123, that we do. And if you have not done it, you can repeat after me. You can just say, Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and that my sins deserve to be punished. But I believe that you are the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. Come into my heart. 
Forgive me of my sins. Be my personal Lord and Savior. And I thank you for your forgiving me. I thank you for loving me. I thank you for considering me a friend. And I will serve you all the rest of my days. In Jesus' name, amen. And mm. if you prayed that simple prayer, you are now welcome into the kingdom of God where me and Donovan are. And if you like us, you can roll with us. You can see us in the kingdom, walking around the streets, gold, being with Jesus. Yeah. I mean, Hey, yeah, <laughs> I'm just excited about it. I love it. Yeah, you know, man. I don't like the heat. So <clears throat> that's the first thing, but I rock with God because he changed my life mm-hmm. and I know he can change yours. If he can take, he took me from being a liar a thief, a violent person, someone who's addicted to pornography, who used to drink a lot, a lot of different things. He could do it for you. He could do it for you. So again, heaven rejoices over one. We're rejoicing with you. Me and Donovan are super excited for you. Congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom of God. If you have said yes and you're confident and you're not afraid, go ahead and put that in the chat right now. Or if you want to email us, you can email us sons of thunderpod at gmail.com. That's again, sons of thunderpod at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Instagram as well. That's private. Nobody else will see it, but him, uh, me or him. And we will get back to you. Most likely it'll be Donovan first, but one of us will get back to you and we will definitely lead you to the right way. Um, best that and we we're can, super excited. Sure. The best that mm-hmm. we can. And we're super excited for you guys. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't have anything else to say after that. I can't talk that. So um, God bless you guys. Thank you so very much yeah, for man. tuning in with us each and every week. Yeah, man. Um, and we hope to see you same time, same, same channel place, next week. Next channel, uh, next week. And we're yes, going to get into the next couple episodes because we're getting close to the season three premiere that's going to be in theaters. If you have not heard, it will be in theaters November 18th. 18th. So go ahead and look out for the times and get yep. your tickets. Um, hopefully it's worldwide. Yeah. Hopefully. Invite um, hopefully. some people. Invite yeah. two or three friends or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And if so and if not, be. we're we'll probably have a live watch party. We'll work it out. Yeah, um we'll I figured something. out I figured out a way to do it so we could probably have a live watch party uh, for you guys and then we'll do the breakdown the following episode because the watch party we might not have time to do the whole breakdown. <laughs> but remember it is an honor. It's a privilege and an honor to be chosen. Go out there and do kingdom work. We love you. God loves you. And we'll see you next week on the next episode. Peace out.